glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Oh, those Stupid Cowboys. You know what? Every America's team, I'm so sure. Everyone just thinks the Cowboys are just going to walk on in every year. A playoff contender. Dak fucking sucks. Zeke fucking sucks. Hell, the Redskins. It's a victory Tuesday. Hey, that put hey, me in speaking, Coach speaking of sucks, uh, Cookie gave us a present. What's Cookie gave Surprise. us? Surprise. Cookie? Daniela kind of ruined it for Ian. Yes, you did. Hell yes! Hell yes! <laughs> now this is a Philly so, brewery. I don't care. This it is doesn't a, matter. It, but it does not matter. Yeah, we're all gonna <laughs> shout out to what's this brewery? Is this a holiday back? five pack? I guess so. <laughs> Everyone get a grab a Dallas sucks beer. Way back. This will be the uh, picture for the episode this week. Weyerbacher, Dallas sucks. This beer is for the fans. It is a Philly beer that they. Have brewed for NFC East fans because Dallas does fucking suck. Yes, of course, it's a do. pale ale. Damn it! All right, Gregory. <laughs> you don't, have, don't even drink it, Greg. You don't even believe in Popeyes. <laughs> That's whiskey. <laughs> no, okay. it's not. So we got our Dallas sucks beers. Yes, Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. We win. Hail, hail. Not having trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Fred's net. <laughs> he could not open it. I did yeah. open it. Hell yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to a victory episode of the Put Me In Coach podcast. Bobby Blanco, Greg Porter, Tom Natale, Ian Foster. Hey-o. At PMIC Podcast on Twitters and Instagrams and Facebooks and SoundClouds and Google Plays and Apple Podcasts. Give us a like, uh, a follow, like, share, review, subscribe, um, because these are fun. Especially they're fun when they're winning. This is the first ever Redskins victory over Dallas in PMIC history. I actually thought of that today. Facts. I was going to tweet yeah. that, being like, You're welcome. This is my first victory you, podcast over the Cowboys. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, what did you have to do with it? Everything. Oh, please. Go, do tell. No, go on. I didn't have anything to do with it, but I called the last play. He did. Doink. Oh, I, yeah, he did call that. He called the doink. <laughs> he, I did. Whis- he whispered sweet nothings yeah. into my ear. I whispered <laughs> it into Ian's ear. It was like, He's going to miss this field goal, or we're going to block it. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> didn't just, tell the rest of the room. He did, just like that. Just like that. I felt a lot better after that penalty. Yeah, then yeah, I did it again, that was, and that well, was a bullshit penalty. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I completely agree with that. They call. do, they do that literally every time. No, no, no. But the difference is, all right, let's get let's get this out of the way now because this is the biggest yeah. play. So the difference is to me, I think of it as like a pitcher in baseball balking. Ball, yeah. He gets set, and once you get set, and then the defensive line gets set, then you can't move the ball, and that's what he did. He had the ball in a position, he didn't move it. The defensive line got set in reaction to that, and then he moved it. He kind of flipped the ball over to get a grip on it, and that's why. If you watch the full replay, CBS did a terrible job showing the replay. Of course, that's it did because Tony Romo was just jerking off the Cowboys all game. Weird. But if you watch the entire replay, you see he has the ball set on the ground. The defensive line, everyone then gets set. The whole both lines do, and then the, whoever the center is, whatever his name is, he flips the ball over, and that causes uh, pain. No, Deron, yeah, Deron mm-hmm. Payne mm-hmm. to jump the line. And I think it was totally the right call. Now, that might happen all the time, but 
that's the letter of the law. If you, to me, that's what it's like. If you, once you've, you know how you see centers do all the time. They kind of fuddle with the football. You know, they don't move it, but they just kind of get the the right grip that they want on it. You do that all you want, but once you place it down and kind of you're in motion, that's why you're, you're not allowed to rock it anymore. You're not doing because. Yeah. That's the defensive line is trained to focus on that ball, and as soon as it moves, you you go. Well, I think yeah. what what Ian's trying to say is, it was off of a technicality, and I know if that happened to us, furious. I'd be I would be absolutely furious. Livid. So Livid. you know, I right, we'd be sitting here bitching about that call. One hundred percent, I would. I I think I would have probably bitched too, but I'd be like, yeah, just you know, know the rule though. At, at the same time, I mean, how many times have we been on the? Wrong loser side. On, yeah. on the wrong side of something like that. So I, it, I definitely thought it was definitely going to go against us. Did you see the Ed Warner tweet? No. Ed Warner? Yeah, the ES, former ESPN Warder? guy. Warder? Is he? Yeah, hold on. Warder? Let me pull it up. I think it was from yesterday, though. But, yeah, obviously a game-changing call. Move back five yards. From 47, that field goal is good. From 52, yep. it was yep. not. Wow. And so this was the second consecutive win that it was as a quote as I, I wrote in quotations here hold on game yeah and so it came down to the final play Redskins come out tw- victorious 20 to 17 and they actually had a 10 point lead with five minutes left to play and but they were able to hang on I don't know about our blood pressure I think we all have heart palpitations after that Jesus I was Christ screaming I was screaming game. so you know when I, I'm thinking about this from the the a broad perspective and we seen we have seen what the Cowboys have done. What their recipe was, what they have designed their team around was: we are going to draft offensive linemen early and often. We're going to pay them. We're going to draft a top tier running back, and we're just going to run it down your throat. Mm-hmm. You know, they have one of the best left tackles in football. They uh, had one of the best centers who's actually out with uh, illness. Then they had Zach Martin, one of the best guards in football, right tackle. They have they have invested in this offensive line, and then the running back in Zeke Elliott. So what the Redskins did in a very smart way, which is very weird saying, was, okay, now we're seeing what the Cowboys did, what the Giants are trying to do too, is we need to combat that high-powered run-heavy offense. So we're going to draft Jonathan Allen. We're going to draft Ron Payne. We're going to draft Matt Ioannidis. So on and so forth. Pay Zach Brown, Preston Smith. uh, The the list goes on. So you know what you're seeing is kind of that tug-of-war between two franchises that are building similarly, but just on opposite sides of the ball. And we came out victorious. So just to, f- to follow up on the, my thing about the uh, Edwarder tweet, this was yesterday afternoon, controversial controversial penalty on Cowboys. He said, oh, LP Latticure, what's the name, was a result of Redskins special team coach Ben Codwicka yeah. noticing that he considered illegal ball movement of ball during prep and bringing to Jay Gruden's attention. Gruden alerted game officials and encouraged them to watch out for it. Mm. So to me, that's good preparation and good coaching. Good on you. If Jay. you think it's you know the the worst you can do is bring it to their attention, and if they call it, they call it. If not, yeah. so um, so I thought that was interesting. I thought it was the right call too. Yep. But again, yes, that would have it was the right call. Totally been gone against. Yeah, it's ticky tacky. Uh, wins a win. Sorry, Dallas, you suck. Hold Zeke to thirty three yards. Yeah, we did. And I was just talking about the defensive <laughs> 30, line. 33 yards. Are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, six. He had 15 rushes <laughs> for 33 yards. That's a 2.2 average. Yep. You know, the week prior, we held Christian McCaffrey to, to nothing. We held but, Alvin Kamara at bay, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we held, shut down. Number one. Yeah, we shut down David Johnson, too. I mean, we have 
you know, this is what was our sixth game where we are. This defensive line is really, really showing out, and you know it is redundant talking about them every week. But good lord, are they just? No, I'll do it. I'll do it all season. I'll do it every week. I would love to do it every week. I love them so much. It's amazing. They have not, knock on wood, not given up a run longer than twenty yards yet this season. They have been so athletic. I mean, I'm. I was trying to find someone on Twitter again. Broke down like all of the top runners from each game, and I think the highest was someone eclipsed (laughs) fifty or like. Maybe seven. I mean, it was incredible. It was not it was just the Colts running back that had 61 yards rushing. Okay, so something. not just that, but like who they did it against: Kamara, Ingram in his first game back, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, these are top tier running backs now. I'm scared to death. That's that amazing. Saquon's going to go off on us, but we'll get to that later. Um, and I mean, it's just we, we mentioned this last week. You stop Zeke, put the pressure on Dak to win him the ball game. I don't think he can do it, and he, he couldn't. And he get, I mean, they we we almost gave him the chance to, and that's more of our our part. But our defense stepped up and was better than them. We were putting we nine or to. ten in the box. Yeah, I mean, just daring him to throw I mean, with those weapons. I mean, and which frustrated me too because I think on that touchdown drive, the, uh, Dak hit Cole Beasley twice, and I'm like, he's the only guy who can beat us on the in the passing game. Just. Someone lock him down. I would love for anyone to try to beat us. I, I thought Fabian Moreau was a good position on that big play by Beasley. He just yeah, just missed the play. He just Beasley made a play over him. Yeah, I, that's going to happen. Um, do you have any anyone that really stood out? I mean, I know we just mentioned the defensive line, the special teams coach that helped um, draw the penalty. D- DJ fucking Swearinger. DJ Swearinger is the star. Yeah, he that play on fourth down. That's a small play and a not easy one to. Not only hit the quarterback as he's falling forward for a first down legally nowadays, but to knock the ball off and then recover it all in one fell swoop. I mean, one. and that was a turning point in the game. That that I think did that lead to the Redskins' first touchdown that drive? Or no, because we, we scored already? an opening drive, didn't we? Yeah. Right. Okay. So no, but still, I mean, that took all the air out of their sails and the, kept the momentum on the Redskins side. Yeah. That play was huge. And he had a fantastic game all day, I thought. Yeah. He was all, he was everywhere. And well, look who came back, Ryan Kerrigan. Nice to see you, buddy. Hey, there Two he And Preston Smith. Yeah. Scoop and score. Yep. We needed that out of Kerrigan. Uh, I mean, he's been non-existent, and finally he, he made – he became involved. Right. It was weird. Yep. How about Matt Ioannidis throwing Zeke back – Seven yards. I, I have watched that highlight a lot. I couldn't tell you how many times I've watched it. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I get, you could probably yeah. get so excited, Ian. I, and I was working yesterday. I showed everybody. I, was like, <laughs> I, don't get really, I even brought my iPad. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Oh, you didn't see it? Here, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uber driver, here you go. I yeah. got you. Like a rag doll. Just yeah. back. Is that coworker still there that loves Dallas? Who? No, I'm talking about. This is a guy that was, we talked about him last year, too. He was just an insufferable douchebag. I thought he was an Eagles fan. Was it Eagles? Eagles, I'm thinking of? oh, yeah. Or Pittsburgh? Who is it? One of them is just Eagles. like, it just doesn't make I any sense. I thought you did have a Cowboys fan you worked with or someone in that. Vicinity. It probably was. Did you tell them that they lost this week? Yeah, they're definitely not there anymore, if yeah. that's the case. Yeah, there's there's annoying Ravens fan, Philly fan. Just a testament to DMV. Yeah. And none of them are from their... Yeah, no, they're just littered. (laughs) From the cities that they root for. Littered with idiots. Of course not. So, talked about redundancy, but Adrian Peterson, 24 carries, 99 yards, 4.1 average. Where are we without this guy? 
We, there's we no way in hell we are, are four two and two. To, we're two to we're three probably, wins. Maybe we're probably the opposite. We're probably two and four mm-hmm. without him. What is Samaj P. Ryan going to do this? Rob Kelly? No, God, absolutely no. not. Of course not. Thank you, Doug Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Stepping out of bounds, <laughs> not telling Dan. Outperforming a 33 year old running back, outperforming, you know, considered one of the best in the league and against Zeke Elliott. He's been. He's able to carry from the shotgun position. He can run on the outside, inside. He's he's really just been as also. And as, as we Marvel. mentioned, you know, Dallas's defense isn't a pushover. They're good. They're, They're good. good. And we were, were, you know, again, I think, and I know Tom's going to want to touch on this. Nick picking the offense a little bit oh, we'll later, there. but we pretty much imposed our will on them, especially in the running game. Mm-hmm. Whenever AP touched the ball, he did whatever he wanted against them. I mean, he was running free. He was running to the left and then doing complete cutback and running for 20 yards to the right. I mean, sure. he was running around Unreal. like a, a loose horse out there. Yep. You know, and there is one other one other player that I want to get into, and I, I feel like this is my hipster pick. But So we, we had a lot of injuries on Sunday night. You know, we had no Jameson Crowder, no Paul Richardson, no Chris Thompson, no Quentin Dunbar, who's no, probably no. he's been our best corner of the of the season so far. So that had we had to put in Greg Stroman, seventh round pick from Virginia Tech, who in a brief when he played briefly against New Orleans was victimized on three straight plays, two yeah. or three straight plays. And yes, he gave up that long touchdown to Michael Gallup, the one that he's beat on a double move, yeah, which he, he, bit. I, he bit. He he bit. He bit. I, I don't want to make excuses. That's that's going to happen, especially to a you know a rookie like him. But for after besides that, he was fine. He was, he was. fine. Yeah. He even was. Jay even said he's like take that play out. He played really well. Yeah. So and where wh- why isn't there safety help on your seventh round rookie cornerback starting his first game <laughs> on a whim? He probably <laughs> should have had a little help. Fair question. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, overall, I mean, he he had he can hit too. He had that big hit against Pre- uh, Prescott at the sideline, yeah. preventing him from getting a first down. Oh yeah. Oof. Laid his shoulder in. Time. <laughs> yeah. And he stood there. It was all shoulder, no helmet. And he stood right at the pylon and mm-hmm. said, you're not getting by. Yep. And Prescott's a big boy. And if you're no. looking at Josh Norman's contract situation going into next year, I, I don't really see him on this team unless he'll take a pay cut. So you're, we have Quentin Dunbar. We have Fabian Moreau. we got to have another corner step up most likely next year. And also Dunbar's injury, he had to go see a specialist this week. There's some nerve damage. And yeah. When something like that, yeah, in his yeah. shin. Something like that is happening that is not good. That's weird. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of number 37. So get him some reps. Yeah. I mean, and this was the kind of game where this is a good situation right. to put in because he's not going against a premier talent. I mean, the Dallas pass catchers are quite inferior, hence why they acquired Amari Cooper. Um, for a ridiculous first-round pick. Jesus that's, Christ. That's an overpay. Well, you know yeah. what else that is? That's them going all in on deck. You know, going the past couple, first couple of weeks of the season, everyone was questioning, you know, because he hadn't thrown for 200 yards, like, yeah. or he had, before that one game, and, and like then everyone's like, how are we going to win with this guy? Like, I think we know who Dak is. We might have to, you know, without Zeke, he's a nobody. He's a jag. So, but, you know, you – Trade a first rounder for Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. You're gonna give him a healthy extension. That's giving weapons to Dak, and I think that's kind of saying we're going all in on on sure. Prescott, which is mm-hmm. all right. I'm Speak okay with please. Going, yeah, right. Please. And Jason Garrett, please, Jason Garrett, be the quarterbacks coach. I mean, the Cowboys coach for the rest of time. Speaking of uh, pass catchers, who led the Redskins in receiving? Capri Bibbs. Capri Bibbs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Again, that should be <laughs> another guy who's stepping up. If if you I told like us that we'll be four and two and we won the last two games, if you told us preseason that it would be Adrian Peterson and Capri, Capri Bibbs, Bibbs beating the Cowboys two games in a row, Carolina yeah. too, and Carolina. Yeah. 
I remember I'll watching. Like, no, that's not gonna happen. Bibbs, no way. Two losses. <laughs> I remember watching Bibbs last year against Denver, and he had a really good game. He had that long touchdown on a screen, and he kind of reminds me of like a, a kind of a unknown relief pitcher in baseball that can throw ninety eight miles per hour. And he's like, you know what? That that plays. Yeah, yeah. That's that's your stuff plays. That works. So I mean, he's he's not going to be you know a bell cow or play Chris Thompson role to the level that Chris Thompson can. But anytime you can get a guy that was on our practice squad a couple weeks ago and then have the game that he did, four catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Like you said, I think that that, that plays is the perfect way to describe it. He has a nose for the game. Take his touchdown, for example. He did a great job selling the play action. And then there was a defender coming in, sweeping his legs as he was catching the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody else, that's an easy you know, get tripped up, and that's, sure. you know, instead of a touchdown, it's a four-yard loss. But he was able to dodge that and read his blocks and got into the end zone and didn't settle for anything less. He Once he got going, you could tell he's going he's gonna to score. I mean, he just has a full head of steam, and he's going to find that end zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I want my shot. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this was 17 minutes of happiness. Now we're going to have to go in, because this has been labeled as an ugly game. It was only ugly on one side of the ball, and that was our offense. And specifically just our passing offense because we ran the ball spectacularly again. Um, so we're six games into the season. We are four and two. I think we have exceeded our expectations as of now. Seven more to go. Little at, bit. at the same time, <laughs> should we be worried about Alex Smith, who did not play a good game again? Yes. Worried? Um, I'm gonna take a step back and say concerned, not worried. Okay. Concerned, yet. concerned. That's not better. worried to me sounds like panic button ish. I'm not there yet. Okay, I think it's a, a fair level of bias is the wrong word, but when you see your ex girlfriend out there just doing so goddamn well, <laughs> Greg <laughs> looking so fucking, you're good. so not wrong. It's, it's <laughs> just <laughs> like God damn it. I hope Kirk haters are listening me. to Gregory right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like one of those things. Like maybe Kirk was flat chested, then like she got a revenge body and got a boob job. And you're like, damn, but she had back problems, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom's hanging there. It no, is. but that's that's actually the good point. I mean, I mean, it's that's the problem. It's never <laughs> he still doesn't know. this. No. <laughs> this is never gonna go away. Everyone's gonna compare Alex. Less, just like when he was here, Kirk was gonna be compared to RG three. Yep. Alex Smith is always going to be compared to Kirk Cousins. Right now, in their respective places in their careers, Kirk is just going to be better just because he's younger. He's on a better team. Yep. He's got a better arm at this point. His arm strength is better. Yep. Um, there are things that Alex Smith does very well. It's just – and those things that we thought he would do well, he hasn't been doing. His accuracy isn't as good. Nope. He missed sprinkle wide open in the end zone wow, for an easy to touchdown. Um, and he, yeah, he's been mobile, but also maybe his pocket presence hasn't been – Great. He, he's lacked the kind of speed that I because we all thought this was an upgrade from an athleticism athleticism standpoint right. from overall speed that he'll be used more in that run past option, put him out of get out of the pocket and let's see what he can do with his legs. You know, inaccurate passes are going to happen. All quarterbacks do it at some point. Yes, the Jeremy Sprinkle um, overthrow in the end zone was just abysmal. Yeah, I mean he wouldn't. And there's no excuse for it, especially for from a 12 year vet like Alex Smith. And we settled for a field. But what I have absolutely zero patience for, zero understanding, is what he did on third and eight. That's that's that that's excuse. You know what, Kirk does that. You're kind of like "Mm, all right, but Alex Smith should never be doing that. If Kirk did that, even if we won, (laughs) the world is over. Yeah, the world is over. He's the worst quarterback. He's 
Thank God the defense saved us. Blah, blah, blah. The, Kirk can't show up in clutch. Okay, this is why we got Alex Smith. We all know. Yeah. We all know to not run out of bounds right. on third and eight. Yeah. yeah we're, we're watching the game, and we're literally yelling, stay in bounds, stay in bounds, stay in bounds. Yeah, we'll just and, go down. And then he goes, like, he deliberately. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not like he what just the? got knocked out of bounds. Uh, right. Yeah. He wanted that. Right. And it's like, okay, it's one thing if you got out of bounds, but you got the first down. You yeah. were still four yards short. Correct. Yeah, so what are you? Just go what down. The fuck just are you slide. Doing? Get down. Slide. Slide. Ooh, and he's good at sliding. <laughs> yes, he is. And he so is. he's good. That's, I mean, we also thought he was good at this kind of awareness. He is playing like a rookie to me. I feel like he doesn't have the coaching staff doesn't have the trust in him to really, you know, let it loose. I feel like he's playing skittish. He's inaccurate. And what I, I just can't believe is the lack of awareness. And that play, as we've just talked about for the past couple of minutes, is if we lost that game, I put all of that on him. Yes, I know it's easy to blame the quarterback, but you missed a wide-open touchdown in the end zone um, at the, and then you gave the possession prior, and then you gave him an, an extra, what, 30 seconds on the clock. And yeah. a timeout. And a timeout. You know, that is, that's the kind of shit that I... I so also no. keep in mind, no, no. Right, so the sprinkle thing and the sliding out about are inexcusable. Also keep in mind, obviously, no Crowder, no Richardson, no Thompson. Those are at least two of his top three yeah. targets. Yep. Um, we had that last year and still put up number. Uh, yeah. but, what, uh, but what he's also not doing is turning it over. And that's why we're fooling too. Right. And I mean, give, give, give credit, give credit, credit. he's doing that. Yep. He is not turning the ball over. He has what, one pick on the season so far? One At least two. one, one or two, yeah. So that and one of them wasn't really wasn't his fault. fault. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you well, can still win like that. I mean, yes, he he's not gonna you know be a Drew Brees or or even a Kirk Cousins and throw for three hundred yards a game. Fourteen for twenty five, one hundred seventy eight yards, seven point one. He's not gonna average. have a receiver like an Adam Thielen who's gonna get a hundred yards receiving in seven straight games or whatever the hell it is, which is incredible. Sure. I mean, nobody's ever done that until you but, Kirk Cousins does. Of course not. So who who's at fault for this? Is this all Alex Smith? Because, yes, I know. No Jamison Crowder. No Paul Richardson. You just said that. No Chris Thompson. You have a healthy tight end in Jordan Reed. Two catches, 43 yards. I mean, yes, I know those two catches were big. They were big plays. But how is that the passing offense not tailored but around? But also only four targets the there. Yeah, yeah. I, Vernon, Josh got more targets. Vernon Capri Davis Bibbs nothing. got more targets. Yeah, Vernon Davis Who, is even on the box. Yeah, what is he didn't going? Get one. Is it is it on Alex? Is it because Jay's always been able to design the offenses around our tight ends yep. and our running backs? So, is I don't know. I, I, well, I just see I see a quarterback that is not comfortable in this offense, which we all thought was going to be seamless, and he's hesitant. Well, here here's that. Thing that I think that's it. He's not comfortable. He's still learning. He's still growing. And we harped on this, but it's mid late October. Mm-hmm. So now almost two months ago, why didn't he play in the preseason? And why is no one talking about this anymore? Like that, every, we talked about this leading up to week one, and then obviously we crossed the Cardinals, and everyone just brushed it under the rug. He played what we counted sixteen total passes attempts in the preseason. I mean, over not even over three games. He had eight. Eight. So oh. it's like, all right. Yes, he's a veteran quarterback, an older guy, but new system, new receivers need to get him acclimated quickly too. Because you know the se- you know he's a starter. Once the regular season starts, it's full go. And we also mentioned how the two first two games were going to be the easiest games. Then you get right into it with the Packers bye week and then the gauntlet, which we thought it was. So, I mean, I kind of blame going back to preseason, maybe a little bit of Smith, but also Gruden. Not playing him and not sure. giving him the opportunity to grow. You know, who's this? I mean, Tom Brady fucking plays. Mm-hmm. You know, he played 
three times as much as Alex Smith did, and he's in his what tw- almost fifteenth season, like More in the same that. system, like in the same team. So it's like, you know. I, I don't know. I, I'm surprised that that's something that's not being brought up more often right now because the biggest criticism of the Redskins, yes, they're 4-2, but it is the play of Alex so, Smith. And Bob, all of you guys said you're concerned. Yeah. I agree. I think concerned is a better way to describe it other than worried. I feel like worried is more of a negative kind because of I think Because I think early on we would have seen this kind of rust, but I don't think we would have seen it. I mean, it's week seven now, so we are going into week eight. I we think. are 4-2 and two because of two reasons, because of Adrian Peterson and our defense. Which is incredible. He is, Alex Smith has not won us a game. Now, if we are 2-4, and 3-3, three and three, does that concern switch to worry? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because that means because that means we need him to be winning us games. The defense isn't that good. We mm-hmm. don't have a guy like AP back there or the running game for whatever reason isn't working. Yes. Uh, right now we don't need Alex Smith to winning games. Because Devil's Advocate is also that he has not lost us a game. That's correct. But we're gonna need him to win a game at some point. Agree. Um whether that are we Yeah, and, uh, and when at some point in this season it has there's to got happen. there's gonna be we're okay, gonna, yes. the, the But when? Because like, we're not the 2000 Ravens. Like, the defense is very good. Yes. But no, no, I they know can't that. win every game. But Obviously, I'm, we saw what they can flop against. I, I I'm more thinking about our, our upcoming schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it, he going to have. It's pretty open. Knocking on wood. Is he going to have to win us a game against the Giants and the Falcons, who, if anyone <laughs> no, watched like, that game no last night, probably. Monday night, I mean, yes. those two teams looked awful. I mean, Matt Ryan, that passing offense is great, but that offensive line sucks. Their defense is terrible, and you can say twice as much about the the, the Giants. They're just so bad. I, we're, I think the Redskins are unequivocally better than both those teams. We should be. But easy. does that mean we're going to win? By no, by does no that means. mean? But does that mean Alex Smith is going to have to win us those games? I would prefer him to. I mean, that'd be great. That'd be obviously, but I mean, I think we can rely on the running game and the defense to win those two games for us. Keep the ball out of Matt. I mean, that's two weeks ahead. But I think we're way better than the Giants. Now, I know it's in New York, and we never play well in New that's York. It's a trap game. If there it is a trap one. game. It's a huge trap game. I really wanted Giants to win last night, actually. You think so? I did. I well, now the Giants win. are selling off. I mean, could this team be dramatically different by we by the time we get they to Sunday? They're starting cornerback Eli Apple. Yeah. So yep. that. I like that. Hey, so I don't know. It's just <laughs> my thoughts. Yeah, I, I think just the whole – I agree that he's gonna have to win us a game at some point. I'm, but I'm lo- I'm looking like it's not immediate. Sure. Like you know, we're not going against the Eagles this week. Mm-hmm. We don't need him to play spectacularly in the next couple of weeks. We need him to p- play better by the end of the season. Yes. Get, get acclimated. If, yeah. If, if he's playing at the level that he's playing right now, that's not enough. Yeah. It's, I just don't see how he can stay at this level. He's too good of a quarterback not to. So we think. Yeah. I, I mean, we've seen it. He's got it's. He's been in the league what thirteen years. True. He, he was number one. No, number one overall draft pick for a reason. Yep. I think he went too high, obviously, but he's still a very good quarterback mm-hmm. that has done it for Kansas City and, and 49ers when they were shitty too. So we'll see. Right now it's just not enough. Yeah. But I, I'd agree. I'd agree. So that's 30 minutes of solid Redskins joyousness. Oh, God. I so good. Being, I love being the Cowboys. Four and two. Hey, it was a great. I ask Alexa every day. Every day? Every day. Alexa, who's first place in the NFC East? The Washington Redskins are in first place in the NFC East. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it was a great Sunday because the Eagles also lost, and then the Giants lost Monday night. So, (laughs) you ready for Week Seven's results, everybody? Mm. Yes, Tom's getting really good at building up the suspension when he releases these results. I always try and look at Porter (laughs) because he he doesn't know. 
Not oh this week. That's oh, so it was a confusion smile. First place, Bobby. Hey, hey, with hey Bob. Twelve. Right. Oh, nice. There is a three-way tie for the others. We have eleven guys. Who else is it? <laughs> Porter, Ian, Tom. All had 11 picks. Damn. Damn, we had a good week. Yeah, the big difference was uh, Ian picked the Browns again. We all were wrong on the the Eagles uh, losing. Totally picked them all to win. Totally okay with that. Uh, We were all wrong the Jags winning, and I picked the Redskins to lose because I have to do whatever whatever it takes to help my team win. Correct. So what did Bobby beat us on? What's that? What, 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 what a Porter So, uh, Porter, you picked the Eagles to win. That was wrong. You picked the Bears to beat the Patriots, which they almost did by about a foot. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, the Jags. And so all of us picked the Jags and Phillies. Uh, uh, Eagles, excuse me. Uh, Ian picked the Browns. I picked the Cowboys. Gotcha. You, des- so, you deserve that loss. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't believe I I need to stop picking the Browns. (laughs) (laughs) I just love them. I want them to win so bad. I need to stop picking the Raiders. (laughs) Well, oh, yeah. Hey, you said this week. I know. We'll see. Who who do they have this week? (laughs) Hey, it's kind of weird that Bobby wins Pick'em the one week that the Raiders have a bye. That is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Also, that's not my first win this this season. I've won a couple. I think. You're correct. (laughs) So that leaves um, the current score. I think I was down by four. Yeah. So uh, Tom is in first place, 69. Nice. Bobby's in second, 66. Then there's a tie. 60. Ian Porter, 61 each. Well, I came the game back. Three games back. Right there. Okay. <laughs> so the games that I wanted to highlight, the first one, as we just mentioned, the Eagles blew a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter against the Carolina Panthers. I love it. How do you do that? I mean, not being a Redskin, how do you do that? You know, the Eagles have already lost more games than they lost all of last year. So I think we anticipated some kind of regression to the mean because everything went went their way last season. But I don't think this team's three and four. Not like this. Yeah. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. Not like this. That's what I'm Not like this. No. Well, and here's the other thing. Matrix? Yes. About the, the Eagles. Ooh. Barnett's out for the rest of the season. Derek Barnett, their defensive end. Anyways, they've got – they still have a pretty tough schedule mm-hmm. remaining. They have the Rams. They have the Saints. They have the Jaguars in London this week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a tough defense. I mean, Portals blows, but that defense is still tough. And then they still have to play us twice, which is crazy. And the Texans. I mean, the Texans could be healthy by the time they play them. And that's week 17, or 16, sorry. We played them week 17. So. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, You know what? Remember when we all picked that? We were all like, I kind of... Everyone was yeah, like, we I kind of want to pick the Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of had a feeling that the Panthers could pull it off, but not like that. Yeah. I didn't think the Eagles would blow a 17-point fourth quarter lead. No. no. At no, home. Definitely not. At home. Definitely not. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Carolina scored 21 un- un- unanswered points. Yeah. And... Huh. Three straight, three straight possessions with touchdowns. What's th- what's that say about us? Because we beat the Panthers. We beat the Panthers. And then the Panthers beat the Eagles. But then, the, but then the Giants almost beat the Panthers. It's just it's very open. Giants, Giants should have beat the Panthers. They should have beat the Panthers. Yeah, except for yeah. you know X Redskin. We all know. Okay, it's know. Yeah. All right. The next game I want to highlight actually was in London. Um, I had Melvin Gordon on my starting roster and fan in I the PMIC that. league, I and I lost because of that. I, yeah. I, Oops. <laughs> I felt bad for him. 
I did too, yeah. but also think about it. I reminded everyone that there, it was about DraftKings League, but yeah. remind everyone yeah. there was a 9:30 game on Sunday. Yeah, no, it's I don't want to blame but myself. Um, anyways, Chargers ended up winning. Mike, 20- actually, hold on. On that note, Mike, you were playing Mike Foster, and Mike like almost didn't have a kicker playing, and yeah. like he was, you were, he were projected to beat him by like three. And I was like, Mike, get a kicker, like, and then well, it didn't matter because Coleman scored a bunch. What I mean, <laughs> what you want to win the right way? All good. <laughs> But so, you didn't. <laughs> Sorry. The Chargers beat the Titans 20 to 19. Now, the reason I'm bringing this game up, other than the fact that it was in London, no Melvin Gordon, was the Titans scored a touchdown with just seconds remaining, and they could have kicked an extra point to tie the game at 20, going overtime. However, head coach Mike Vrabel decided to go for it, go for the win. Obviously, came out flat. Yeah. That didn't work. So, you know, when, when something like that, it's it's. You know, hindsight. It's what, what do you want your coach to do? Yeah, because we bitched that Jay's way too conservative. Well, that's also how the Titans beat the Eagles. Correct. So that's right. That's right. You but, know, I, I I'm never gonna fault a coach for going. I like screw it. it. Go Me for too. the win. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, like it. Show the faith in your team, your players. You played. A I'm sure that means a, a lot to uh, first year head coach. Yep. Right? He, he didn't even hesitate. That's good. Like, he put those. He put those two fingers up real quick. I like <laughs> that. Like, nope, mean, and then they they missed the first one because it well there was a penalty, yeah it was a defensive penalty, mm-hmm. so then they had to do it again, oh, wow. and then he still said oh yeah nope continue yeah should have maybe called a better play but <laughs> no. what are you gonna do I like the aggressiveness of the situation yeah the decision was right the play call maybe mm-hmm. was not so I think it's and he looks like a genius if they win then if they right. lose they're gonna yeah. talk about it the rest of the week and you know as the Chargers now go to five and two Titans at three and four. Uh, the next game I want to talk to you about something else that came to much to everyone's surprise was uh, Justin Tucker has never missed an extra point in his life. No, it's a, he missed seven in high school. Oh, excuse me. Seven in high school, but never. since college, he is perfect. Yes. Perfect. The Ravens like, how score could you be a touchdown. That mad at him? Yeah. I mean, like he was going to miss one. It just happened to be that one. If a Ravens fan bitches about Justin Tucker... I'm then sure you're a typical Ravens fan. Right. I'm sure there are plenty, but I'll be fair. I saw my friend, Umo included... I saw them at least on Twitter being like, hey, "It's okay, we still love yes. you." Yes, Because I mean, Umos—we give him shit, but he's a sensible Ravens right. fan. Yeah. So are the my other Ravens fr- fans from uh, who are from? He's, he's the most accurate kicker in NFL history. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's, he missed one. Yeah. And also, like, it's not like he just completely. I mean, he hit it right, and the ball just fucking yeah, it went. Just, <laughs> and he even hit the, his eyes like, "Oh, what was that?" <laughs> I felt so bad for him. I know. Me too. I hate the Ravens. I wanted them to lose, but I felt bad. Very yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just you know, but you also, never would have imagined that that would be how, how they lose. Down. Ravens also another team that blew a late lead. Yeah, mm-hmm. Saints come back, and that was a team that coming into the game they hadn't let up a second half touchdown all year. Get up to it, at Drew Brees. At Drew Brees, the Saints not in a not in a dome. The, they do and it was cold well. too. Yeah, and, and these windy. are two good teams too. I yeah, mean, Ravens defense is for real. The Saints offense is for real. Uh, that was a good matchup. Uh, Last game, and this featured uh, quarterback benching. The Texans beat the Jaguars 20-7. to What the hell is going on in Jacksonville? Blake Bortles got benched in the second they half. They need a quarterback. They do. Should have gotten Kirk Cousins. Should have gotten Kirk Cousins. Gotten well, they doubled down on him and re-signed him to an extension. Bortles, that, that is. That was so dumb. And now, like, watching what he's – this is the Bortles that made him infamous to like begin he, with. I feel like he only plays well against the Patriots. Like, he played decent in the AFC Championship game last year. He played really well against them in the regular season this year. And <laughs> and he just sucks against everybody else. <laughs> I just imagine Joe Flacco is just like, what's up, buddy? 
Good job. He's probably going to be starting for the Jaguars next year because they have Lamar Jackson in waiting. Ian just farted. And it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, boy. Okay, that bud. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Uh, and Sean Watson's hurt, too. He hasn't played up to the, to the level that was expected of him, but somehow Houston's won, I believe, three in a row. Yep. But I don't, I don't know what's going on in Jacksonville. I, I hope that doesn't continue for next week when they play Philly. AFC South's up for you know, No Leonard Fournette. Blake Bortles is doing Blake Bortles things. They lost Marquise Lee. They've had a number of injuries on the offensive side of the ball, and their defense doesn't seem as dominant as they once were. Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I have the Jaguars defense in fantasy, and they're definitely not. They're, mm-hmm. they're, no, like they're, they're not causing turnovers. Right. Yeah. So kind of putting a, a to wrap up on week seven. So I, I would say, obviously, the best team in football is the Rams. Rams. They're undefeated. We can all agree to that. Afterwards, you want to say Kansas City? I would say Kansas City. I want to say or New England. It's tough. I mean, I mean Kansas City has that one loss, but it was to the Patriots, to the Patriots. and they almost won in Foxborough. In Foxborough. Mm-hmm. I think the Kansas. I think the Rams and Chiefs play each other on Monday night in like nice. December. That's awesome. Do they really? I think so. So, got whose stomach was that? Yeah. That was Gregory. <laughs> so after the Rams. <laughs> We I would I would go Chiefs as a second team. Yeah. I go Patriots. Saints. Saints and Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I looked at Power Rangers today. Mm-hmm. That's the exact That's exactly order. it. Yeah. And, and, other... and Redskins were number nine. Wow. Nine. Cracked the top ten. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe when it was happening. And Carolina was eight. Damn. So Redskins then... are the three seed right now. If the playoffs are today, they're the three seed. Wow. Hosting, I think, Green Bay. So who else is uh. really I mean <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Well, you have Green Bay. Still. We're still, guys. It's only we're still ten weeks away. Oh it's, my god, I mean, it's so far. It's beyond. <laughs> yeah, I, I would just say I feel like the NFL is top heavy. I mean, you have those unreal teams in the Rams, the Chiefs, the Patriots, Vikings. I wouldn't even put the Vikings there. Yeah, maybe. This, yeah. just really those three teams, and the rest. It's you never know what's going to happen. I mean, look, yeah. the Vikings got shut out by the Bills. They barely beat Arizona. Yep, and then uh, let's see. I mean, what the Super Where's the Ravens in those? Ravens, teams? Ravens were below us. They were thirteen. Oh, I won't say top. No. They had to be top fifteen. They were top fifteen. Yeah, I think twelve, maybe mm. twelve or eleven. Yeah, but they're in that same level of they. They're they could lose the games like they did against Cleveland, right. and then they yeah. can play the as well as they did against the Steelers. 11. So they were eleven. Eleven. Yeah, who knows what you're gonna get? I would say it's it's a logjam of good to adequate teams and right. we have no idea how from that basically from that three to sixth seed in the playoffs coming uh this january we have for both for both knows? conferences too mm-hmm. yep i mean I, w- I would say i would say confidently that i would assume the eagles would get right God, can you get right i hope that's right mm-hmm. yeah. okay so we talked. Um, I did before we. I wanted to bring it up earlier. So we just talked about Amari Cooper getting traded. Yeah, he's on the Cowboys now for a first round pick. Uh, Patrick Peterson has requested a trade out of Arizona. Uh, I saw. I've seen Demarius Thomas rumored. I've seen Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon. We talked about trading for a wide receiver last week. Would you consider someone like Demarius Thomas, Pierre Garcon, maybe? I saw Garcon, but will Garcon want to come back? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want Garcon as much as I love him. I want him back. Uh, yeah, but he uh, he 
he obviously has hard feelings towards the Redskins organization. Yeah. So I'm good on that. I wish him the best. Demarius Thomas, I would take over over Pierre. Garcia. But at what cost? It, I'm not giving up a first rounder like they did. For no, him. absolutely. I'm not, not going. I'm not going <laughs> higher I'm, than a I'm fourth rounder. A four, yeah. They're gonna have to pay a premium for him. Look what they what the Cowboys. I mean, the the Raiders rejected a second round offer for Amara Cooper last week because they think they get a first for him, and they did. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I will give credit to John on that one. Hey, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, they've royally screwed up this season, but three first-round picks going into next spring, that's... Hey, if you're going to rebuild, rebuild it that that's way. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But, yeah. Nobody thought it was going to be a rebuild year. No. But it no. is now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, Especially Ian, if you're investing 10 years in John Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd agree with you on Demarius Thomas because we have our deep threat that Deshaun Jackson role in P- Paul Richardson. Mm-hmm. So then we need a possession-style receiver that can play that short and immediate routes. Uh, by doing that, you're essentially punting on Josh Doxson, which I'm okay with. I've punted. So He didn't have a bad game, though. No. He was, and I mean, I and saw Alex him. actually targeted him. He did. He targeted yeah. him a couple times. I think he targeted him the most. Let's see. Yeah, six times. But I've punted. So, yes, I, I would say logically a fourth-round pick for Demarius Thomas makes sense, but given the uh, the demand for a veteran-capable wide receiver is so high at this point that uh, it's going to be have to be something higher than that. Tell that to Des Bryant. Yeah. True. Which what, which I would love to sign Des Bryant. doesn't cost us anything. No no draft picks. And we're getting probably the same level of skill that we, we get from Demarius Thomas. Maybe a little the, bit less, but maybe for a fraction of the price. But in the red zone, I think Des Bryant is way better than Demarius Thomas. Yeah. And Thomas hasn't having that bad of a season. Mm-mm. No, I mean Emmanuel Sanders, I think, is getting most of the attention there. But I mean, I think uh, Thomas had like two touchdowns a couple of weeks ago. I, okay. I'm not going. I'm not giving up anything higher than a fourth rounder no. for anybody. Like no. that was so dumb. I, I, I mean, I'm happy they did. No, it. me too. <laughs> and I'm happy the Eagles almost gave up a second one. Yeah. Okay. But that's the other question that goes along with that. Eagles and Cowboys are making moves. Does that kind of force the Redskins' hand, being in first place? And it looks like the Giants are potentially selling. I would like to so. right, and I, I would like to think, giving the benefit of the doubt, stay, don't do anything rash. If, stay if medium. If it, well, no, if <laughs> if the right deal doesn't come across, don't force it. I don't think. I think they're also going to count on the receiving core getting. I mean, look, the move they would make would be getting a receiver, right? Yes. Um. I would say maybe a corner if Quentin Dunbar's injury is worse than okay. they expected. So, but so but okay, so but probably receiver number one, right? Yes. I think they're also counting on Crowder and Richardson getting healthier. Trey Quinn's supposed to be activated too. God damn right. So my man, <laughs> you know, they're not in a position where they have to make a move, but you you kind of get that feeling just because everyone else in your division is. Mm-hmm. And they're going to put pressure, and it's kind of like in baseball, trade like you know you see what your opponents also do. It's like oh shit. They got better, so we have to get better, too. So I think we can all agree, too, that if we need a veteran wide receiver, it's not Michael Floyd. No disrespect to Michael Floyd. I but don't think he played that bad, though. He's he, not the answer, though. Yeah. I, no, he's not the answer. I agree. I agree. He's, but he's a piece. Yes. Yeah. He's a body they can throw out there. I think he's better than, injury too. than Brian Quick. I would like him to catch a Hail Mary next time, please. Uh, mm. it, hit, it hit him in the chesticles. It did. I said that, too. I was like, he almost caught that. And everyone was like, no, he didn't. I'm like, hit him right in the hands. I was bitching before. I was like, kick the field goal. Yeah. D-Hop had yeah. the leg. I was, I, and I'm still mad that they didn't kick the field goal. Yeah. 
but then when they showed the slow motion replay, yeah, well, I got I got faith. (laughs) Yeah, I I got more faith in a field goal than a hail mary. That's that. Probably the math would tell you most likely. That's that's correct. Although the it was there. True. Um, all right, ready to week eight pick them? Yes, yes. I believe Ian's up. I went first last week. Doesn't that mean me up? We go clockwise. Oh. For we the go. start, we go. I thought we'd been going this way. Okay. Did I go first two weeks ago? Then? Insert porters. It's it's like a circle. Did I go first two weeks ago? I thought Ian went first two weeks ago. I, I don't care. I'm just. Not. I got nothing. That's from that's my memory. We can do whatever. I don't care. I'm, I'm I mean, I'll go first, but if he wants to go, yeah, go for it. No, I don't want I, th- I, would, I would actually trust Tom's over my own because he's the one who does it. <laughs> Tom has Ooh. a very blank look yeah. on his face, <laughs> which is concerning me. And where's Porter in all of this? Porter has his phone in his face, too. Jesus, Bobby, you're so busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, Man. what do we do now? So which way was going, Porter? Um, fuck. <laughs> I believe you were the last. It would start. It was this before. It was, it was Tom. Though. What was that? Like Ian oh. started, or Tom started. Then it went to Ian. Then it went to me. Then it went to you. Then oh went yeah, you're right. So if Tom started, who was the week before that? It was either you or was, Ian. I thought it was Bobby. Okay, then it goes to Ian. Mm. Then it's Ian, me, Bobby, Tom, Tom, Bobby, me, Ian. Okay. Okay. Oh, rat, oh, rat. As long as we all agree. Thursday night football, Dolphins at Houston. Houston is favored by seven and a half points. Because they're going to win. Yeah. Me too. That D line is playing absurd. Clowney might be the defensive MVP right now. Oh. You're right. <laughs> Which is crazy to say. Wait, who'd you pick? We all picked the Texans. No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say. So, next game. Okay, don't give me an option. <laughs> In London. Should I'm be sure a good Brock game. Osweiler's good. Two teams that have underperformed thus far. And it goes to me. Also, 930 game fantasy owners. Eagles <laughs> are favored by three at Jacksonville. It's not a home game, so. Yeah. Philly, Jacksonville. Philly's favored by three points. I am going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going to go with Philly, too. Yep. Yep. yep, 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 yep. They're going to get right. Come on, Jacksonville. There we go. <laughs> I, I do want to. Th- I mean, I want Jacksonville to win. That'd be I mean, awesome. So badly. That'd be awesome. All right, Ian. Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by 10. Good God. Yep. You already know. Yep. Chiefs all the way around, guys. Now hold on a second, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this here. Okay. No. Next game. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. Next. Nice. Game. Browns at Steelers. Steelers are favored by 8.5. I'm going Steelers. Steelers. Coming off a bye, too. Steelers. Ian? I said I, said I, w- I, said I wasn't going to do, <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. I said I wasn't going to do it. I mean, they eventually have to win. Very fakeness. They took them to overtime. <laughs> no, they the tied. Se- the Steelers are way better right now. They <laughs> tied. All right. Next game. Ian. Seahawks at Lions. Mm. Lions are favored by three. Do you remember the Parks and Rec episode when Andy Dwyer traded all of his weapons for all the Lions <laughs> in the world? <laughs> yeah. The uh, the model UN yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave away all our gold. It was like, yeah, but we have all the lions. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. No, I'm gonna go Detroit. I think I got a good thing going right now. Yeah, me too. Same. 
Damn it. Correct. Agreed. I think they're both coming off buys. Oh, Detroit played last week against the Dolphins. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Johnson had him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Great game. You you had him on draft games. <laughs> yeah, and my regular league too. <laughs> Killed. Uh, I, fi- I finally didn't win DraftKings. I know. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Because I fucking played fucking Jermaine Curse, who played played the entire game. Didn't score a single point. Good. Didn't score a single point. And then my other contest, I didn't even double check. Gro- I played Gronk, and Gronk didn't play. <laughs> so, bad week. I'll, I'll bounce back. <laughs> okay. Next game. Bucks at Bengals. Bengals are favored by four and a half. I'm going Bengals. Me too. I think they're going to come back from this poop. I mean, Tampa? poop they just laid. No. You got poop in your mouth. Uh, they're better no, than that. Bengals. Kansas City is just so good. Jameis Winston's in a contract year. What is Tampa going to do? They're going to win. That's what they're going to do. Yeah? Uh-huh. All right. Mark Tampa. We, Ian, you've been the contrarian this week. Damn right. Um, the rest of us are Just all on that island. Next game, Jets at Bears. Bears are favored by seven. I'm going to go Bears. Dubbers. Is it Ian's turn? Dubbers. No. Yep. Yes, yep. sorry. Wait, I thought. Okay. Yeah, yep. it's Ian's yeah, turn. supposed to be me. Yeah. Well, then I retract my statement. Oh, well, then you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> yeah, it's still the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. My turn. Right? Nope. <laughs> it's Bobby's turn. No. Ravens at There's Panthers. The Ravens are favored by one and a half points. Really? Yeah. Hmm. At wait, at where? Carolina. Perfect. Did That's die. tough. That's a good game. I'm gonna go Ravens. All right, I'm gonna go Panthers. Okay. Try to catch Tom. That's a good game. Yeah, I'm going Panthers. Ian? Sorry, Emma. Yeah, sorry, Emma. It's going to be a good game, though. Not he does get really Carolina. upset when you pick against the Ravens. Yeah. He does. I know. So, let's go Carolina. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, Ian. Colts at Raiders. Here we go. Colts are favored by three. Yeah, I'm going Colts. <laughs> yeah, 100% Colts. <laughs> they are fucking broken. Uh, they, are so, <laughs> they are so broken, Bobby. <laughs> you said it. Colts you do aren't great. Either. You yeah, do the sick. right thing and you put that dog down. <laughs> <laughs> Quit letting it limp along in pain. Their own quarterback's crying on the field. All right, Colts. <laughs> really? I mean, I, Raiders are gonna Lynch win. isn't going to play. There's obviously no Cooper. Obviously no Mac. Yeah, Carr's crying. The Colts at least have the Colts have a better defense. Not that it really mattered all that much, but hey. he's out too. Let's no, do it, Marshawn Lynch. Oh yeah, no, he's done. I'm going Raiders. You're going the Raiders. I really wanted to. <laughs> like, I, I I definitely said I'm not going to pick the Raiders anymore. Hey, they're coming off of a bye. Coming off of a bye and against the Colts at home. They're like, at the, home. the next worst team is the Colts. So it's like, oh, if they're ever going to win one, it's going to be this one. Because <laughs> they're going to get smoked by everybody else. All Fuck. Right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm up. 49ers at Cardinals. That's gonna, I guarantee yeah. Colt, the Raiders win. I'm going to go San Francisco. What's this? What's the... The spread is the Cardinals are favored by one point. Bobby? Shit. Uh, in Arizona? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going Niners. Okay. 
Do you see Larry Fitzgerald was like, I don't think he's going to leave, but he was linked to the Saints. Really? Uh, Could you imagine? Uh, yeah, I'm going for Niners too. I want him to though. Can Four. I change my rate? Can I go Raiders? <laughs> 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 this is the last. All right, what, what's the vote on then? I, I mean, don't know. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. I mean, the game hasn't started. You can change. Already, no, he already, he already bought. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't hit submit no, p- yet. No take backs. No hey, returns. And uh-huh. If it's uh, online, pick them. You can change your. I right, guess. It's better for us. Let them both pick the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. Ban- Are you going Raiders? Yes. Yes. <laughs> can you cue up the clip from? Two weeks ago when sure. you said. <laughs> right now or next week when they lose? <laughs> All right, Ian, what you got? Niners at Cardinals. I just had that feeling. Like I picked the one it. week I pick against them, they're going to lose. Cardinals? I'm going Cardinals. Okay. Um, they just fired their offensive coordinator, Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich. So Let's do it. Okay. Ian, <laughs> good game here. Packers at Rams. Maybe a potential playoff matchup. Rams are favored by nine. This is a Sunday night game? Mm-hmm. No. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you dreamy all day. The Sunday night game's good too, though. Yeah, Yeah, that one I'm worried about. Uh, Yeah. Rams. Correct. Damn, nine and a half over Aaron Rodgers. That's because McVay. I know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, sexy. McDreamy. Dude, I want to take Green Bay because the the Rams are amazing. They're the Super Bowl favorite. But they're not going to go undefeated, they right? Have, they have but I don't. They're going to have a bad game yeah. at but some point. I don't point. think it's going to come at home. At home, no. If but was, they really don't have much of a home field advantage, right? But they don't. I mean, but if it was in Lambeau, it's that it's comfort of if home. it was in Lambeau, that'd okay. be completely different than just at the Coliseum. Look, the Packers coming off of a bye, Aaron Rodgers probably feels a little bit better having that week to rest his mm-hmm. injured knee. I, I'm going to go with the Rams because I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> the Rams have to play at the Saints. There's your. That's a quote from it's Elf. Fr- it's from Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Greg looked up and yeah, said, is I saw that it. racist? I was, like, I, was like, <laughs> he, uh, I was like, no, no. Is that bad? Wait. What does that mean? Yeah. Did I break it? <laughs> okay. Replay of last year's famous um, playoff matchup. Saints at Vikings. I am a turp. The Vikings are favored by one point. Ooh. Goes to me, right? Yep. Yep. I'm going to go Saints. I'm going to say they're pissed off. They just got another corner. Fuck. <laughs> to guard Ad- to Adam Thielen. Yeah. We'll see. So what? Yeah, I'm going to go Saints too. <clears throat> Sorry, Kirky. Vikings. Do it. Oh, you know I'm going Kirky. Do it. <laughs> okay. We'll be on that island together. Hey, let's do it. Next game the is... The water's warm. <laughs> next game is easy, guys. Uh, New England at Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. Pats. New England all the way around. Only the Bills will win. <laughs> I think the only reason that the Bills are getting a Monday Night game at home is just because they can just do the multitude multitude of shots of their tailgate, crashing tables, and... That's true. Barstool Sports is just going to be having... This is their Super Bowl. They so. also probably figured this was going to be uh, what's his face versus Brady. Who's their draft pick that who's hurt? Josh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. yeah. But sorry, Bill suck. All right. So Sweet. now we're going to the Redskins at Giants. Guys, this woot, is woot, a woot, woot. 
what I would call a trap game. A hundred percent. Traposaurus Rex. It's a trap. Yes. It's no. a trap. Oh, we no. should have that on. This here. is gonna be a Admiral fucking, Akbar. Yes, it's gonna please. be a goddamn bloodbath. See, I think we're already bathing in giant's blood. <laughs> Bo- Bobby's correct <laughs> because we I are. Said that we got destroyed. What? Clemson Tigers? Yeah, that's not a thing. Um, yeah. You think I forget? <laughs> <laughs> the. He said you did say that. We are better than the Giants. I think we're confidently we can all agree to that. Is that right? Correct, guys? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But when you have. When you're going against an offense that has an Odell Beckham, that has a Saquon Barkley, Russell Shepard, Sterling Shepard, they cannot be taken lightly. Yeah. There's still a lot of talent on that offensive side of the ball and their and their skill position players, and they still have a really good pass rush. I you know I just don't want a situation like what we saw against the Colts in week two, where we said, Okay, we're better than this team. We'll be fine. We'll figure it out. And then before we knew it, it was the fourth quarter and we were just getting destroyed. And I do not want a situation like that again. I don't think so. I don't think that's what's going to be. I mean, I think coming off, I think coming off of Carolina and Dallas, and then going into this, I, I have high hopes. I have, I have high hopes. And that's the making of a trap game because you're exactly. just coming off of an emotional victory against your arch rival so you know going into your next week's opponent kind of flat our defense did very well our offense has always you know room to improve and they'll go through that and i just i have i have confidence this game is going to definitely not be a fucking just walk in the park but they're definitely going to you know put a hurting on um eli manning in the pocket and just fucking make him scramble all over the place which you can't do so, dude, if you're the Redskins defensive line or front seven watching that Monday night game last night, you are salivating at yeah. the mouth. Yeah. Yes. The next two opponents, the Giants and Falcons offensive lines are terrible. Now, Falcons due to injury, Giants just because they suck. But I fully, like Porter just said, fully expect that front four to be in Eli's face yes, all, all day. game. Yes. And for me, it's for me, it's more so the outside linebackers. Yeah, because the front four is going to get there. Yeah, okay, but our outside linebackers have not not finished the job. Right, that's that's Kerrigan. what needs to happen in this because those offensive line trash. Give me yeah, trash. Give me the Eli so crying face. Destroy all day. them. Destroy them. Neither one of them are mobile quarterbacks. Right. Destroy them. Yeah, that's what we have to There's do. There's so many rules that will be applied if we lose. Six, yes, I mean, number one. We could just. <laughs> we could just Copy and paste. Positive Lord. optimism. Come on, guys. Hey, I'm saying it's a trap game. You know who I'm obviously hail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it was again. again just, let, me, Falcons, let me do a little bit of my shit talking. Falcons first, defense <laughs> isn't great, but Eli almost threw for 400 yards. Uh, Sterling Shepard went for 167. O- OBJ went for 143. Mm-hmm. So this they have weapons still. And Saquon didn't have a great game last night, but he almost went 100 and 100 a week ago. So it's... No, this is not going to be a pushover. No, no the Giants almost beat the Panthers, like we said earlier. They're not the worst team in football. No, they're bad, but they're not the worst. They're definitely the worst in the division. Their coach is bad. Their coach Did is you bad. watch last game, uh, last night's game, with yeah. Eli, the back-to-back QB sneaks with like twenty seconds left with no timeouts, mm-hmm. and neither of them worked. Yep. Good God. Just the clock ticking down. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is a trap game, but also, I mean, time you said earlier. You're coming off a emotional high, like a big victory over your arch rival. But, I mean, the Giants are a rival, too. It's not like we're going in facing the Bengals. 
know, some team we don't play. We play every four years. This is a team you play sure. twice a year. This is sure. a team that's not going to the playoffs two years in a row. But they, but they beat us a lot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, I I would hope the intensity is going to be there. It uh, it, it's it's got it has to be, and yeah. I would say because of what happened earlier in the season, that the it's veteran a, leadership on this team they're not going to allow a half-ass type of approach. Right. You you would hope, I and would, also we would think DJ Swearinger won't allow that. Who might freaking kill somebody? Well, I think also the concern also is the offense too. That was all going to come out clean, but also to that point, like I, did we not just get over the hurdle of putting together two consistent back-to-back weeks of good energy and. And good preparation. Mm-hmm. That was the hurdle we've been fighting all year. Yeah, against strong so not do it for running teams, running teams. Right. So now we're not playing running teams. We're playing playing passing teams. And yeah. we, we saw how that worked out against New Orleans. So uh, I want to ask you this then, because we want to talk about a get right game, and you could apply that for both of these teams because the Giants have underachieved by their standards, and they need a game where just you know that there's sideline laughter, everyone's having a good time, and then this is the reason why we play. At the same time, Alex Smith needs a get right get right game. He needs to have this boost of confidence where he can trust his skill set, his ability to play, and goes, I'm I'm getting paid ninety million dollars for a reason. And the Giants just traded their number one uh, cornerback. You would think that that could certainly be applied for this coming Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So I wasn't quite paying attention because I was kind of calculating. The Giants have scored under 20 points a game. So, yes, there's a lot of weapons, but it doesn't seem like they're finishing. How do you cover all those weapons, though? That's the problem. I, I I'm mean, also I, worried about, yes, getting pressure on Eli, but then Saquon slipping out of the backfield. So who do you – I, I would say like Sa- we did with Kamara and yeah. Zeke. It's just – it's going to be a lot of Zach Brown and then Josh Hardy Clemens on third down. Right. Yeah. It's just, just It's just different, though, because the Giants receivers are much better than the Cowboys. That, that's the thing. Who would have thought that Josh Harvey Clemens would have a significant role on this team, a guy that I didn't even think would make the team? And he's been our dime linebacker following the running backs yeah. every third and, down, and, basically. And well, too. Yeah. Like being there, being in position. Yeah. So I would say I'd feel a lot more comfortable if Quentin Dunbar came back. Yep. I would feel a lot more comfortable if Chris Thompson came back, Paul Richardson, if we can get our guys healthy again. Um, but we really need – I want Alex Smith to be – Take a step. I want him to just kick ass. Yeah. And against that secondary, he should. Yeah. Other than Landon Collins, they, there's really not a whole lot else out there for them. Um, okay, guys. Jordan Reed, please have a big game. Please. Yeah. Or just Vernon Davis, one of the tight ends. So I should throw it to either one of them. Yeah. I believe I'm up. Oh, I believe – so I want. Believe I believe in. Damn it. Uh, obviously, it's not hail. Because I. Good. Yeah. Come Good. on, guys. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go in a very frustrating, typical Redskins Redskins game. Uh, we lose 24-23. That's a good score. It is. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that score before. <laughs> <laughs> We've felt that before. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Hail. And I'm gonna go. Mm. We're at 27-17. Is the spread still one in the Giants' favor? It was as of last night. CBS Sports has it at... Oh, wait, hold on. Um, one and a half, yeah. For the Giants? Yeah, plus one and a half for the Giants. Plus one? I have the Giants minus one, uh, according to ESPN. This is CBS. Okay. Uh, Redskins, 21-17. <laughs> You stole mine. <laughs> Dang. 
2118. Ooh. Obviously. I always wanted to say 18. <laughs> 18 is a weird number. It, it <laughs> it's is. Like all field goals. <laughs> okay. Or like an extra table going somewhere. What's going to happen? I'm, I should just always do Redskins, 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 then whoever the Redskins then, are playing. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Who, um, was anyone close to getting the right score? Yeah, you were. I was? Yeah. You I picked, knew someone picked 20 to something. You picked 20. I don't remember who it was. You picked 20 to 13. Fuck. Nice. Cool, I cool, picked 20 cool. to 16, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, that's closer. Uh, but I picked the Cowboys to win. Oh. <laughs> Get out. <Dude. laughs> Bobby, do you want no, me to pick no, the Redskins? No, 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 no. No, okay. never, never once. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. It's not a thing. So, moving on. Sweet. Hour and five. We're watching the World Series right now. Okay. <laughs> I, had, I had one request for this World Series, not the Dodgers and Red Sox. Well, what do I get? The fucking Dodgers and so Red Sox. So Ian picked the Red Sox. I picked the Dodgers. And I think for baseball standards, they could not ask for a better matchup from a you know, television Oh, uh, MLB market. loves this matchup. Yeah, they're having two historic franchises. Yeah. Two historic ballparks. On both coasts. MVP candidates. Right. Um, and two huge markets. On you know they gave the full East Coast and the most popular team on the West Coast, but not even like you know Arizona or Colorado. It's like actually L.A. So yeah, this is, no, it's a for baseball should love this matchup. It's top of the seventh as we're watching right now. It's five three. So it's you know and Chris Sale and Clayton Kershaw started. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing you know good pitching, but also scoring. Which you know I think for today, obviously no no one would have been upset. It feels like a one nothing game because that means Kershaw and Sale were dealing. Yeah, but. You know, I think offense is also now sexy in baseball, so people want to see that. Absolutely. But also, so are strikeouts. <laughs> you know, and it was Ryan's, Ryan Madsen that gave up the yep, two I saw runs that. there. there are, I mean, how many former Nationals and Orioles are in this? Yeah, and so I'm gonna, I want to wait for Ian to get back because I want to ask him about the Machado play against the Brewers. I believe, was that game six or game seven? W uh, which one are you talking the about? The play at first base when he hit. when he. That was, wasn't that in L.A.? So that, I think, was game five. Okay. Uh, anyways, but yeah. uh, I, I did want to get his perspective, and I'll wait till he finishes urinating. Um, <laughs> but while we're just still on the topic of the Red Sox and Dodgers, there he is. Um, Ian, so you picked the Red Sox to win the World Series. I picked the Dodgers. Yeah. Right now the Red Sox are up 5-3 to three in the, what is it, top of the seventh? So. Yeah. I, yeah. What do you, who, do you, who do you got this series, Bob? Red Sox. Red Sox. I hate both these teams. Again, I didn't want either of these teams to make the World Series, and of course they fucking did. I don't get what I want. They deserve it too, though. No, but no. Especially, look what the Red... I mean, they beat a 100-win Yankee team. They beat a 100-win Astro no, team. That's what I'm, and that's why I'm the picking Red the Red Sox. Because yeah, I hate both. Pick your poison. Red Sox were the best team this year. They deserve it. Which is annoying, but they deserve it. Agreed. That's what I think. Red Sox are still going to win. Yeah, I also think they're just the better team. But man, I want the Dodgers. So, Ian, I'm, I'm, while you're back, you saw... Manny Machado does not have the best reputation. I want it from your perspective what you saw in that play against the Milwaukee Brewers first baseman in the NLCS because it was it came with a lot of, uh, I guess I would say vitriol would be a good word. Yeah. yeah. It was a little dirty. It was a little dirty. It was. Yeah. I mean, I can't. There's no way around it. I love the man, and now he's... He's kind of turned into the villain. The, that was that was my next. He's question. turned into the villain, and I hate it. And Umo brought up a good point. He said, "Was Buck reining him in this entire time? Like, is that who he is?" Yeah, which highly upsets me. I, yeah, no, he, he doesn't look good right now, and he's actually costing himself a lot of money. 
That's the other thing. And then he, he was he was quoted like the game before, I'm not going to be Johnny Hustle. Yeah. It, How do you say you're not going to hustle? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I love you, Manny, but you're, you're fucking yourself over right now. And so, the, my, my and I brought this up on Paul and I, Paul Mancano and I talked about this on the Mass and All Access podcast last week. But what, like, he's actually playing well this postseason. Correct. What does he have to be frustrated about? Correct. You, so you, you ground it out. You have to drag your foot and clip somebody? Like, I mean, why, why, why? And not only do that in any game, why bother? You're playing well. But why do that in the NLCS, um, in the playoffs? You're costing, and then before your free agent year, too. Correct. Like, yeah. It's just. And especially because what the complaint about baseball nationwide. Or I guess internationally because it's like out of all the various countries that represent their teams, but they lack star power. And Manny Machado, by his performance on the field, is an absolute star. But you know, some of his behavior, as what we saw this past week, is not what you want out of a face of the league. Yeah. No. And or a future face of your franchise and he's going to be the face of the franchise wherever he signs most likely unless he stays here stays in los angeles paul he probably still is the face what if he goes to the cubs or something like that he's not gonna be the face yeah or the yankees the yankees he's not he's not the face but but team like the phillies he would be okay. and yeah. paul who's from well, philly said his dad's like you know what i don't want him if he's gonna act like that all the philly would embrace this shit out of him yeah but if he did that shit in <laughs> philly they wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's eat yeah. some horse shit, but Manny Machado was <laughs> yeah. a fucking superstar. Gotta, gotta, oh, yeah. No, we don't want him. No, they gotta, but they got a I great track record with morals. Halfway through the season, they're in love with Manny Machado. There's no... Even if he's doing this shit? 100%. Okay, but we've watched him for how many years? And how many times he's done this? Yeah, Baltimore's not much different, but yeah. Yes. Right. God, but how many what times if Bryce Harper did this? It would have been... <laughs> see, because he, yeah, he's known as a douchebag. Yeah. Manny... He flew under the radar for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would say I think now men, if you're going to use the word term douchebag, is by far a bigger one than Bryce. He's a douche. He's like, and it's like, even just look at his hair. Why is he doing that? I mean, I think <laughs> I even heard I think I even heard on MLB Network today they were having this discussion. Like, you know, actually, Bryce Harper. We've seen Bryce Harper show his emotion, but he wouldn't do something like that. He's never thrown a bat. <laughs> He, he tried a throwing a helmet, he but a he helmet. failed <laughs> miserably. Yeah, but yeah. he got he, plucked intentionally. Hunter Strickland deserved that one. Almost in the he head. He did. <laughs> he should have thrown a punch, not a I have helmet. no problem with Manny going after, uh, what was that Royals pitcher, Ventura? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was totally fine. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he threw a bat at Josh Donaldson. We saw him get into it that a couple of times. We saw he's been, even this season. When Red he Sox was fans don't like the, Manny. The face much, of the yeah. franchise, he was booed in Baltimore for not hustling. And even though he was on, he yeah. knew he was on his way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly interesting. And, you know, I'm watching what Manny can do this World Series, especially in a, a park like Fenway Park, where he's very, very familiar with. Oh, they boot the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, can he play the villain? I, I think he can. He has the mindset that he's able to do that. It, it play hurts, the villain? It hurts, it hurts me so much. Yeah, no, it, do, <laughs> it, no, it sucks. It sucks. It's like to realize that he, he actually is. He's, he, and he, it seems like he's embracing it. How, how do you say that you're not going to hustle on an interview when you're going to the World Series, or on yep. on the on the verge of going to the World Series, yep, and that really makes you question the slide against Pedroia. Yep, it really does. That's true. Yep. <laughs> it, it, like benefit of the doubt is hard to find. Then like that. at that point, I was I was I was Team Manny. Yep. Now it's like oh fuck now <laughs> now there's a track record. Yep. Yep. All yeah. right. So last sport of the night, Stupid. there was Still a. A brawl in the NBA a few nights ago. 
Ugh. by their standards. And I haven't boring. seen... Greg. <laughs> I, I have told me to watch the video. I was like, this is boring as fuck. This video is boring. I was highly well, entertained. Well, you watched it for like eight minutes. There was only, the scrum was literally 10 seconds. Right. Boring. Okay, what did you want? Mouse in the Palace? Yeah. Yeah. You would have seen it if it was Mouse in the Palace. This is the most connections that I've seen. Thank you. <laughs> I, I haven't seen... I haven't seen like your since like connections. Like, I, I, like I haven't... More to my point here. It's boring. <laughs> you you just because you hate the NBA so much. I just I just don't care. It's 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 a garbage league with garbage people. Okay, um, <laughs> I Ian, I'd agree. I haven't seen punches land like that in what a long, long, long time. I mean, you literally have to go since when we were kids. Yeah, or early nineties. I would say the Carmelo Anthony fight, like year with Nate Robinson, like with the Nuggets years and years ago. But, but even then, with the Malice at the Palace with Ron Artest, of yeah. course, that's always going to live in infamy for M- the NBA. But yeah, um, but one on one, just square. So, hey, Rondo got him. Of course, R- Rondo <laughs> got him on that. He and so it was. You know, you had the one of the faces of the league in Chris Paul. James Harden was involved. LeBron James. I mean, you had this all this star power in the court. And then it just turned into uh, there. There's been a lot of vitriol between Rondo and Chris Paul over the years, according to Paul Pierce. He said that on ESPN just after the game, and allegedly, uh, Rajon Rondo spit in Chris Paul's face, which led to the scuffle. Which, if you're gonna get spit in the face, I, I would say anyone is in their right within their right to flip the hell out. First of all, anyone who spits in another person's face, you're a bitch. Immediately, unless well, you're really well, trying <laughs> to get, unless you're really trying to no. get uh, your point across. Well, That's unless you're Sean Taylor, okay, and then we can move past that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not a bitch. It's a, it's a it's a dirtbag move. It's a shitty move. Oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's one of the shittiest moves yeah. of shitty moves. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really is. That's not a question. Even when Sean Taylor did it, I was sitting next to Tom. I was like, he did something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not compl- he, he's not like defending himself right now. He did something. He, he did, did something. something he's walking off. I was like, oh, he did something. <laughs> <laughs> no. But so, to spit in somebody's face, I mean, it's, it's a bitch move. It really is. Bobby, what did you think about it? I, well. It was boring, right? You were bored? <laughs> Well, I wasn't See, bored. No, no, no. I, I'll <laughs> say I wasn't bored, but I also don't care that much about it either. Yeah. Um, because I mean, it's I guess it's cool. You know, the NBA needs something because it's just not entertaining otherwise. I saw those a fight. I was like, oh, cool fight. I, I fight, heard fighting basketball is cool because they don't have pads. Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, but you know, I heard there was something. What I thought was interesting. I knew that a fight had happened, but I'd never seen it. And then when you guys told me to watch it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. What I thought was interesting was. Rondo's comments being that no one in the NBA likes Chris Paul. I don't like Chris Paul as a teammate player. I just think he's obnoxious. Why is like like? I, I just think he he has a reputation of being the, of being Wilson. the good guy, and all I see someone is just a prima donna. He's just constantly bitching yeah. on the court, and I've seen him rub his teammates the wrong way. I've seen so him yell at. And what, I, what always bothered me was I know he complains after every call to the ref, but. I see him getting on his teammates and not in a supportive, not in like, you know, heat of the battle. It's just, you know, almost demoralizing. I feel yeah, like. So it and wasn't that like, it wasn't Rondo saying that uh, Chris Paul is like, he's a shit talker. Said he's a bad teammate. People don't like playing with him. Yeah. And then also 
the outpouring of other yeah. players coming and being like, yeah, yeah, I don't mind playing with Chris Paul either. Yeah. Which I, I thought that was surprising. Glenn Davis said that. See, I, I, I thought that was pretty par for the course. I thought yeah, he was I did not know that. a dickhead. No, I did Since not know Wake that. Since Wake Forest, he was a dickhead. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. See, and this was a guy he represents. He's their head of their union. I mean, he's supposed to be the good guy. That is interesting. And, yeah. But, I mean, do that to – you ever get down to what they were fighting? Because they, they weren't even involved in the play. Yeah, yeah. It was actually, it started with Brandon Ingram. Who, right. For no reason, just a frustra- frustration. Frustration shoved James Harden. Yeah. yeah that was, Good for him, didn't re- didn't respond. Yep. And then Brandon Ingram came back into the scuffle and threw in his own little yeah. little haymaker. Yeah. And he got he had the high suspension yeah, out of the four, three. Four games, right? Yep. Yeah. He so, deserved it. Yeah. yeah. Come in and sucker punch somebody. I, I did tweet after as soon as it ended. I was like, I wonder if Chris Paul's going to ask for a police presence. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it brings me on, on to fighting in sports because it happens in every sport. And it, it, it's in hockey, it's prevalent. It's a part of the game almost every single game. It's Football, it's almost just a waste of time because there's so much padding that I, I don't know what you're able to accomplish. And then baseball, there, there's unwritten rules. We just briefly talked about it with Bryce Harper and Hunter Strickland. And then basketball, which is probably the most intimate because there's only five players on the, on the court for each team. They, uh, your teammates can't leave the court, can't leave the sideline, and it's, you know, it's yeah. it, more of an intimate setting. Yeah. So, you know, I, do I have a preference what I like to watch? I, I would want to exclude hockey just because it is normalcy for them. And to me, I just I love uh, baseball fights. Yeah, I just think how they police themselves and like it's the fact that they're throwing a ninety-five mile an hour round ball at someone's body is criminal. Yeah, and yeah. then it's it, I think I it's, so it's ridiculous. But it's I, it, from an entertaining perspective, it is. Uh, I, yeah, it is. <laughs> is he did? Well, no. I also love like the, the bullpens that are next to each other, so like the teams run out with yeah. each other to yeah. go join the fight, and then they just yeah. start fighting out there. It's like. It's kind of like a show. Which they should just run towards the other dugout. Yeah. That's what I would do. Just bang. Just yeah. run towards the other dugout. Not run to well, the like, mound. Well, think about where the fight's happening. Yeah. I'm going to go take out the other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, think also think like if you're going to be in a full team brawl, like you think about the bullpen at Camden Yards. The visitors' bullpen is above the oh, Orioles' yeah. bullpen. So yeah. <laughs> they have to go down that path together <laughs> to get there. Wouldn't they just start fighting in the bullpen? Like, What's your favorite sport like to watch? Which. I think basketball because I do NBA, like basketball. Fights. I think it's because they're they're more rare, mm-hmm. and when they happen, it's again because there's not much padding, yeah. And it's not like someone threw a ball like a little hard ass ball at someone's head. It's usually ticky tacky, and because they're prima donnas, and then they act like tough guys <laughs> and start fighting each other. I think it's I think See, it's I, funny. I almost want to. It's between basketball and baseball for me, just because I think we play pickup throughout yeah. our entire lives, yeah. and we know. Someone gets fouled on, yeah, uh, fouled on, on, on and it's too like, hard. It's usually ticky tacky stuff like that. Like you, someone's been annoying you all game, and then and they hit you just, hard, and yeah. then that's when everything and that's boils when over. Everything sh- when shit hits the fan, yeah. it is. Uh, it, it's something that I think we can all relate to. Yeah. So, and, and as a basketball guy, I'm actually going to say baseball. Mm-hmm. It's better to, because baseball, there's so much distance between the two people who are in the scrum, mm-hmm. who are. Completely outside and then have to run. Yeah. So you're going to get an actual scrum and a fight there for a little bit. Yeah. That's why I like watching that one way better. Because it's actually going to happen. Because it's going to happen. It before, before it gets separated. Yeah. 
And and there it is. It's See the Manny that Manny Ventura but, fight. Yes, we were they were Ogdor Ogdor and yeah. fucking oh yeah uh, oh yeah. Batista oh, yeah at second uh, base. Whoo. I don't know it, when. Kelly Oubre pushed Olenek on the ground. I'm pretty sure Ian was about to run through the television, ready to, oh. start, ready to start scrapping. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he was ready to throw hands. Fucking Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre. God, God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> hey, Wiz got a big win last night. God damn right. Yeah. See, I, I would I'd I saw agree with this morning. You were freaking out. I, I was. It was. Make your free throws. Make your, make make your free throws. Make your free throws. It's Sorry. there. It's there. It's in the name. It's in the name. So is, is there a, a fight that is forever ingrained in your mind? The palace, mm-hmm. obviously, that, that mean, was ridiculous. Yeah. That I mean, that was a melee. Um, you know what? Recently, and I know we're kind of excluding hockey, but Tom Wilson fight for old DC. I mean, that's just game the best. seven mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals. That's the best because it's just the you. They were gonna go at it, then they got sent to the box, and then immediately outside the box, they just no, and he won. <laughs> yeah, he destroyed. He destroyed them, and then we destroyed them. <laughs> I mean, that was just oh. <laughs> See, I love that man. See, there, there's one from my childhood. Free Willy. Free in, Willy. It was in the NBA playoffs, and it was the Heat versus the Knicks. And Larry Alonzo. Johnson Larry Johnson, and Alonzo Mourning <laughs> went at each yeah. other. Two former teammates. You have Jeff Van Gundy holding on to <laughs> Alonzo Mourning's leg like he's like a dog humping. <laughs> and it was just something I'll, I'll never forget for as long as I live. I was watching it live with my dad, and just these two mammoth of human beings just... And like the least technical fight you'll ever see, they're just, you know, wailing on each other. And I think they were friends too. It just that shows you the level of, uh, I, I guess, emotional emotionality with basketball because it is a game that will demoralize you. Yeah, and especially then it was it was just competitiveness. Yeah, I mean, you saw scrap a lot. Like of now, now they'll hug each other. Like like LeBron was holding back Chris Paul, hugging him. Like hey, then. You would not see that. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. You're on a different team. I don't give a shit. That's the other thing about that video. Like I was telling Porter before we started recording, is that LeBron LeBron sees the whole thing happen, oh, and yeah. he does not come to Rondo's defense immediately. That's got to no. be awkward because he saw him. He definitely saw him spit, and then Paul went after him. Yeah. He, you watch LeBron the overhead shot where he's just staying there watching it, letting it happen, and then he grabs Chris Paul away. Yes. not not Rondo. By the sound of it, it. It appears that Rajon Rondo did what a lot of people in the NBA wanted to do. Yeah, is that that's true? Hit, actually, hit Chris Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. two pieces. Yeah. He, he got him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Paul got him back too with the right, but he was an open hand. Yeah, <laughs> open palms. Yeah, I would have. I would have put money on Rondo on that. If he, kept on going. he can reach longer. Yeah, yeah. if it kept on going, Ron, Rondo's about that. He's about that. Ian, right? is there a fight, Porter? Is there a fight that you remember in sports that? I mean, Mouse of the Palace really was the one that came up always and forever. I mean, what else is there besides the ones we talked about? Some of the Yankees Red Sox in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, the Pedro one when he threw Don what, yeah. <laughs> Zimmer. Yeah, by the yeah, head. just threw him to the ground. Jesus Christ. I mean, for me, I never really grew up watching professional sports all that much. So it was never really in my household all that. Um, and I had to actually... Google it. The uh, like, I was just looking. I was like, "There's got to be like, especially in the '70s." And of course, number one was like 1972, the Rangers versus the um, Bruins, and Mike Milbury was beating somebody with a shoe um, in the in the stands. Like the players were in the stands fighting the fans. Like just ridiculous. There was one game. I want to say like the Avalanche versus the Red Wings when we were children. When there was a line fight. Where like as soon as a puck was dropped, all five players. Well, dropped. yeah, the Redskins in like amazing. the mid '90s were like just 
like uh, what's that uh, hockey movie Slapshot? It was. I mean, they were that good, and they were also just a brute squad mm-hmm. of massive men. Which also come to find out, they have not won as many Stanley Cups as I thought they did, had done uh, when we were. I thought they were like the be all end all when we were yeah, growing well, up. When we grew up, they were for like what yeah. two three years. Yeah, but I don't, they didn't really win every year. No, the the Red Wings. The Red Wings are. A Has dynasty. there been any recent fights in the Duke UNC rivalry? Yeah, but they've only won like. I, I three remember Stanley Gerald Cups. Henderson. I'm looking at. I'm looking Tyler at it right Hansborough. now. I th- that's what made me think of it. But they that didn't actually bad. fight. Tyler was just bleeding. That a was bunch. just dirty as hell. Yeah, but then there was there wasn't an actual brawl. He just got mugged. I remember the Xavier Cincinnati one. Des Wells. Was oh, in that I do fight. remember that one. Yep, that was bad. And I guess for football, the one that I will always remember will be the uh, Miami Hurricanes versus like Florida Atlantic or something. And Brandon Merriweather used his helmet as a weapon. Yeah. And started. Uh, oh, that was he took bad. his helmet off and started. Uh, or he was stomping on people with his cleats. That was bad. Yeah. That was really bad. Yeah. There was the the South Carolina Clemson game that resulted in a brawl that Richard would watch relentlessly. With the foot right over the guy's. Face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where he was going to stomp him. Yeah. Head. Yep. Yeah, I, I would say it's either basketball or baseball for me to, especially like you said, Ian. In today's NBA, it it gets it's broken. Definitely up, more fun. It gets broken up way too fast before yeah. really anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as it should, like yeah, let's not be wrong, but it would. It's more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say if it, you know, Kelly's come pretty close. He pisses me off a lot. Kelly. I, I love Kelly. I know you love Kelly. He I had, he had Kelly. a best game of the year. Yeah, he did best, best game, game last night. He but, was good. But how do you keep on dunking on people? And not just, I mean, not even last night, but how do you keep on dunking We're on down people? down 10 and then he... And then you just fucking stare at somebody or you get in their face right after you dunk on somebody and then cost us a technical foul? It's it's inexcusable to me. But that's what's that's what Kelly is, where he's he's got all of the talent in the world, but it's you know the, it's basketball IQ. It's his awareness is where he needs to improve. Good God. And as soon as he figures that out, as soon as he matures, then... Dunk. He is only 21 years old. Yeah. Duncan Runaway. Yep. Duncan Runaway. Kathleen's Duncan. All right. Well, another victory podcast. These are fun. Let's see it again next week, huh? Next Tuesday? Yas. Yas. Hey, 1 o'clock on Sunday on Fox. Please and thank you. Friendship up? For- no, I'm actually going to be at a <laughs> wedding. I'm going to be at a wedding this weekend. Mm, so I might shucks. be. St- I'm a- Are you guys going to be in Baltimore? No. Might be in Baltimore. Actually, you know what? To be determined, I'm gonna say no, but there's a, there's a there's a chance. So you're saying because I'm coming, I'm coming so back. He's giving us the glimmer of hope. You know who's gonna be here? <laughs> Michael Edward Foster. What? Yeah, he's coming in for the wedding, and we're looking to Sunday Funday, Sunday for the oh, game. You, you guys will go to the girls, but not sure. But yeah, not sure where though. He wants to hang out with the scissors, but we'll find out. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll go to the girls. <clears throat> um, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Put me in Coach Podcast. Bobby Blanco, Greg Porter. Tom Itali, Ian Foster, um, PMIC Podcast, and all the social media, and on SoundCloud. SoundCloud I hope you enjoyed that drive home, all of you Dallas Cowboys fans that have never been to Dallas. I hope you got stuck in traffic the entire way. Correct. But their sister's uncle's god niece (laughs) was from Had a layover in Dallas before. So so they knew. Yeah, they knew. You're right. At Tom underscore Natalie, at Ian underscore Foster 21, at Bobby underscore Blanco, at Foster. What? <laughs> I was going to do at Gregory wearing gray um, on the Twitters. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Hail. Night. This has been Put Me in Coach Podcast. Screw you guys. I'm going home.